Welcome to the Pegasus Tribe, a place for conversations to illuminate and inspire, along with guided meditations and shamanic journeys to help you connect with your soul and the realm of spirit, which is always available to us. Join me for talks with some of my absolute favorite healers, shamans, teachers, therapists, rebels, and mystics. I am Nicole Ford, your host. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, a solo mama to a wild and magical five-year-old, and a shamanic practitioner. It is an honor to be here with you. Let's ride. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Pegasus Tribe, episode numero uno. This is a big deal, friends. Well, it's a big deal for me, I should say. I'm so glad you're here. I had the hit to launch a podcast into the world back in 2019. It came to me as kind of a, I would say, a divine download. And since 2019, of course, we all know we went through a pandemic situation. And I spent a lot of that time recording episodes or recording conversations, I should say, with these wonderful humans that I know. But I really just wanted a place to to house and contain all of these awesome, inspiring, expansive conversations that I was having with these healers and therapists and friends and acquaintances and colleagues. And just knowing that, you know, we're all humans on this journey of growth and healing and psychological soul and spiritual development. Really, there's no such thing as arriving and that we're all <laughs> we're all on the path. And so I love to be able to share in my process and also tools and ideas and methodologies that I've used that work well for me. So again, I am Nicole Ford. I am a licensed clinical social worker. I live in the beautiful Columbia River Gorge, which is in the Pacific Northwest. It's on essentially the border of Washington State and Oregon State. So I live in Washington State and I cross the river every day to drop my daughter off at school and to go into my office where I work in Oregon. And it's divine out here. It's incredibly beautiful and powerful and magical. Um, So if you ever have a chance to visit the gorge, I highly recommend it. We're nestled between two mountains. Um, That would be Mount Adams and Mount Hood. Mount Adams, also called Pato, um, the original indigenous name, and Mount Hood called Y East. It's an honor to live out here and work out here. And I, um, you know, studied as a social worker, as um, a therapist, always interested in psychology. And in the course of my own healing and just following things that would light me up or I'd be passionate about, I came into shamanic work as well. I work now uh, with clients and with people in the world as a blending of more um, traditional kind of Western therapeutic methods and shamanic practices, which is quite a blanket term. (laughs) So I'm really excited that you're here. And most of these podcasts, I'll actually be just having conversations with people. So this might be one of the few solo casts from me that you get. 
But I definitely would love to share just a little bit about myself and how I came to this work and ultimately ended up here. So, you know, I grew up in the Pacific Northwest. And when I went off to college, I really started just to study things that were of interest to me. I did not necessarily have a career path in mind. And what was interesting to me were things like Jungian psychology and existential phenomenological psychology and studying abroad as much as I could finagle and (laughs) um, art and painting and humans. That led me essentially to getting a degree in psychology and then working for a community mental health agency for a long time um, out here in the gorge and working as a case manager and then going to college uh, for my master's degree. My master's was in social work and I went to Portland State University. I graduated in 2012. Yeah, that's right, 2012. And um, it was great. It really expanded me. And, you know, I was always um, also interested in depth work and dreams and the soul. And so when I was younger, as many of us do, I definitely went through a phase of becoming obsessed with Jim Morrison and The Doors and 70s rock and (laughs) somewhat of the psychedelic movement and also um, started reading like Carlos Castaneda and books about Tibetan Buddhism and just really opening up that way and just being really hungry for you know, these uh, transcendental states and these um, ways of bridging the ordinary with the non-ordinary reality. Just the way that I really have always felt that like life is actually quite magical. And of course, you know, there have been times where it's been harder to notice that. We can get into all of my dark nights of the soul another time. (laughs) So... (laughs) I graduate from Portland State University and I'm still working in community mental health for a few more years. And about six years ago, I opened up a private practice and I decided that I was going to do some trauma work with people. And I had been trained in EMDR, which if you're not familiar with that, um, it's a method for treating trauma that's really powerful. And I'll leave some resources, you know, in the show notes where you can read a little bit more about that. But I opened up a practice doing trauma work with people and it started out very small. I had, you know, two clients for a while and was still working at the community mental health agency. And then I got pregnant and I had my daughter whose name is Gracie. And pregnancy and labor and birthing, my daughter was one of the most profound initiations of my entire life. I think that, you know, motherhood as an initiation isn't often talked about in our society and just what a deep, what a personal, what an alchemical powerful transition it is to move into motherhood, to essentially have your entire identity shift while raising a human. (laughs) And so motherhood opened me up in a lot of ways. And I had this experience with a man who came into my private practice 
And he sat down in front of me and he recounted his story of childhood trauma. And it was really severe. And he said to me, you know, Nicole, like, you seem great, but I'm probably going to not ever come back. I'm going to go see the shaman in Portland and we're going to do some work. And yeah, so I'm probably good. And we ended up scheduling one other session. And of course, I'm totally skeptical. I'm like, right, right. One session and you're going to be cured. Okay. And uh, so he comes back about three weeks later and he looks totally different. And he says, you know, I think I'm going to not pursue therapy. I did this ceremony with a shaman called the soul retrieval ceremony. I'm good. <laughs> like, nice to meet you. Peace. And so I, I said to him, you know, like, give me the shaman's number. Like, what is this? And I call this shaman who um, ended up being my teacher for quite a few years and helped me even through the birth of my daughter. I was in class during that time. And and it all started with me going to her and having a ceremony called the Soul Retrieval Ceremony, which really blew me open and felt just like a missing puzzle piece to the kind of work that I was doing with clients with EMDR work. One thing I always tell clients who come into my office is, you know, it's so funny because in EMDR work, there's a lot of resourcing that we do at the beginning where we're helping people, you know, connect with their a uh, calm place in nature and allies and protective figures. And it's total shamanism, but like therapists just don't know that. And so it made sense to me, uh, the soul retrieval work and the way that like we lose these parts of ourselves as we experience trauma over a lifetime. And so I go back to my work after the soul retrieval ceremony and I'm feeling very just like, altered. And, um, it really just opened me up in a powerful way. And about a year later, a woman came to me for some work and she said to me like, Nicole, are you familiar with shamanic work? And I said, kind of like, she's like, well, you're kind of doing it (laughs) by the way. (laughs) And I knew that that was like my call, uh, that it was time for me to go actually into a deeper study. And I did. And I went into study of basic and then advanced core shamanism. In the past few years, what's also opened up for me is getting more in touch with my deep lineage, my ancestors, my DNA, and the medicine that's available there. And part of that medicine is the medicine of Europe and the North and Germanic and Celtic medicine and shamanism, and magic, and um, that's been incredibly powerful as well, and so now in my practice, you know, it was a slow opening as I was personally healing with these um, modalities, including EMDR work, and attachment work, and trauma work, and also shamanic work, and ceremony, and drumming and connecting with my guides and energy work and past life regression and divination, all of that, I began to blend that into my practice. And now um, when I see clients, we can go any number of directions. And I love it. I love to weave all of it together. I think it's incredibly powerful. And so 
Over time, I really started to understand not only the importance of bridging the world of spirit, the world that is, you know, beyond the veil that we can't see now with our regular, ordinary day-to-day life and the importance of the connection to our body, our mind, and our soul spirit, right? Incredibly important that we feel woven together. So part of my hope for this podcast is to help you as you're listening to me or any of my guests or any of the meditations or journeys that you have a direct experience of spirit, of your spirit, of your soul, of your guidance system, of your ancestors, and what you're here to do, what you're here to bring forward. Let me be the bridge, and I will help show you how to go there yourself. So, (laughs) how fun. And we can't neglect our humanness either. So I think the world of spirit can be so magical and so enchanting and we can get very bypassy, which may or may not be a word. (laughs) We can get very bypassy by, oh, I'm just going to consult a tarot reader or I'm just going to go, you know, see a healer. Instead of us really looking at, you know, the ways that like trauma may have totally effed up our nervous system or the ways that early attachment relationships might still be playing out now in our relationships that we just can't quite make work or feel not harmonious, right? It's all of it. It's all of it. And it's so important that we look at all of it. For those of you who are interested also, and you know who you are, I have a lot of people ask me what my astrology is. And, you know, I love the idea of astrological signs and reading about astrology because I really believe that like everything is everything. So we are microcosms of the macro, right? And so what's happening in the planets is often happening within us, within our psyches, within our energetics. And to be perfectly honest, I'm a total novice at astrology. So you experts will know what all of this means more than I do. So I am a Leo sun. I'm a Sagittarius moon. And wait, no, is that right? I'm a Sag moon. Yes. And a Cancer rising. And that will probably make sense to you if you study astrology. (laughs) Um, Another piece I like to throw out for those of you who are interested in human design, which I find so fascinating and I really love to turn my clients on to. Um, I'm a manifesting generator with a 6-2 profile. And if you're curious what the heck human design means, I will also put that in the show notes and you can look up a free chart your free uh, profile and dive down into that rabbit hole. Have fun. I'm so glad you guys are all here. And I'm hoping that this podcast will be, um, you know, not only a platform for me to share with you things that I love, but also I would love to hear from you. You know, are there certain topics that you're curious about or that you would like me to interview somebody about or talk about? Um, 
I am also really excited to offer journeys and I will make sure that those are put separately from the podcast themselves so you can log into the podcast feed and listen to a shamanic journey as it calls to you because again it is essential that we are not abdicating our power anymore we are not outsourcing anything that we are having our own experiences of our spirit of our soul of our guidance you know it's it's almost cliche now but it's like being said like the era of the guru is over and while of course like we want teachers and mentors and like wise ones and elders like that's always important also really grounding yourself in your own power your own intuition and your own wisdom right? We all are going to do life differently and there's no right way. I'm excited to hear how the journeys land, how, you know, what gems are uncovered, what power is restored, what gifts are bestowed. You can find me, uh, you know, of course here on the podcast, you can email me, uh, links will be in the show notes. You can follow me on Instagram. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I can't wait and shine bright. meditation. I'm Nicole Ford and I will be guiding you today through this powerful shamanic journey. The power place is a shamanic journey that's foundational to much journey work. Uh, We'll be building off of this journey in future journeys and this shamanic journey is very similar to the calm place activity that is taught in EMDR work as a foundational meditation practice for doing trauma work. So find yourself a comfortable position. You can be sitting with your back supported or lying down. Grab a blanket if that feels more soothing and grounding to you. And you can also use an eye cover if that helps you tune out more sensory detail and calm your nervous system. And also, it could help you uh, better visualize. Make sure that you're in a room or a place where you won't be disturbed. Turn off anything that could be distracting like a cell phone notification. This is going to be a journey only for you. And this is time that you're taking and space that you're taking just for you. And while doing this shamanic journey, you can 
do what's called bilateral stimulation from EMDR work, which means you can tap gently on both sides of your body, at your thighs, on top of your legs, just gently back and forth from left to right. Or you can do what's called the butterfly hug, where you will cross your forearms in front of your heart and gently tap on your shoulders left to right. The speed doesn't matter. The frequency doesn't matter. Just as long as it's comfortable and the tapping can just fade into the background as you do this meditation. What this does is it helps calm your nervous system down and enable you to better relax and get into your right brain or a theta wave state where we have more access to the collective unconscious or images of the soul. You can also just listen to my drum that's, that I will be playing throughout this journey, which will also relax your body and help your brain get into a theta wave state. So go ahead, find your comfortable position. And let's begin by just taking a few deep breaths in and exhale. And as you exhale, just allow your exhale to be a little longer than your inhale. Deep breath in. And as you exhale, just imagine releasing or blowing out any stress, any tension, any uncomfortable sensation in your body. Breathing in and out, letting everything go. As you're breathing, just notice if you need to make any shifts to your physical position and do so now so you're the most comfortable you can be. And on the inhale, just call back all of your energy that may be scattered about. Maybe you left some of your energy in a conversation from earlier or a situation that happened during the day or in an email or a phone call or a text just call it all back to you here now feeling yourself just feel filling up with your own energy
And when you're ready, you're going to imagine a place in nature that feels very safe, very calm, and a place in nature that you feel magnetized to. A place that feels very important and powerful to you. And this can be a place that you've been before or even somewhere that you make up in your imagination. Just gently let your mind take you to this place. And it's important that this is a place that's only for you. So if you notice any other humans or people or family in this place, just gently escort them out. This is a place of complete power and protection. You are 100% safe here. And as you arrive at this place, just begin to notice, what do you see? What are the various colors, textures? Let all of those details come more and more into focus, into your awareness. And then just begin to notice, what do you hear? What sounds are there in this place? Are there birds? Is there wind? Notice what you feel. What's the temperature of the air? Are you sitting? Are you standing? How does the earth feel under your feet? What do you smell here? types of plants, flowers, precipitation, just notice. As you continue to enhance all of the sensory details of being in this place, also notice how your body is feeling right now. Is 
and just allow any sensations of rest and relaxation to expand and to continue to grow as you visualize and feel yourself in your place of power. begins to wonder or you get distracted, gently return to your power place. begin to notice the perimeter of your power place, the boundary around it. You are completely safe and protected here. So if you feel like you need a stronger boundary, like a wall or a force field or a moat, Anything else around your power place, just create that now. here in your power place, just soaking in all of the sensory details, just noticing how you feel here. Thank your power place, knowing that this place is always available to you and you can return at any time. And go ahead and come back to your body. Just gently noticing sensations in your body, wiggling your toes, your fingers. opening your eyes, coming back to the room.
just take your time here. Thank you for journeying with me today. And know that you can practice this in the future as much as you want. To return to your power place for rejuvenation and relaxation. Thank yourself for giving yourself this time and space. And have a wonderful rest of your day.